Hello and welcome to the weekly VM Campos Comic Book Club. This is the podcast where I review a comic book, new or old, from my collection and rate it on the factors of the cover art, interior art, plot, and enjoyability of the book on a scale of 1 to 5. And then I tell you to get it or shred it. This week I'm reading Tiny Toon Adventures Magazine number 1. Published in 1990 by Warner Brothers, a.k.a. DC Comics. For the free video version of the podcast, head on over to patreon.com slash vmcampos so you can see the comic book I'm talking about. So a little background information as usual, Tiny Toon Adventures. This is my favorite childhood cartoon series. I grew up in the late 80s, early 90s, but Tiny Toons is the series that I think back on fondly for all the various characters and plot lines and animation. I really liked it. It came out way back in 1990 and I was watching the first episode to the last episode and it was really cool to see the reawakening of the Warner Brothers animation studio that had lain dormant for a long time. Tiny Toons brought all of that back to life. We got such other series as Animaniacs, Freakazoid, Batman the Animated Series, Superman, and all of that resurgence that we see now in the modern world of animation, the, the DC animation. So Tiny Toons started it all. It was a pop culture pastiche that made fun of Hollywood at the time, pop culture, but also had fun, relatable characters that were going to school, going on their first date, having their first job, dealing with bullies and all that stuff. So it was a very formative cartoon for me. I didn't know until recently, literally like a month ago, that there was also a Tiny Toons comic book magazine, actually. So I went on eBay, of course, I found issue number one and I got it because, of course, it's the first collector's edition. And so to celebrate 30 years of Tiny Toon Adventures, I've got a video, the top 10 episodes of Tiny Toon Adventures that you've got to watch. In the meantime, let's talk about the very first issue of Tiny Toon Adventures magazine. All right, the cover art. First of all, this is by Juan Ortiz and John Pasquale. Um, the characters look really cute. They look a little bit cuter than their usual um, cartoon versions, but I like that. I like cute cartoon characters. Plucky looks so cute. Babs, everyone, everyone's so incredibly cute. Buster's about to fall off a cliff because he's going to take a class photo of, of everyone. I don't know why Monty is there. He's like everyone's enemy. And why is he holding a pumpkin? Oh yeah, because it's the big fall issue. So I love this cover. It's just so fun, so jovial. It's drawn so well. Why is Plucky in the tree anyway? And uh, you see Acme Acres down there, although I would have expected to see the Lunaversity more than a farm, I guess. Yeah, remember that episode where they went to the farm? And we got Bookworm down in the in the UPC box. So this is the direct edition, I guess. Um, I don't know if there was actually like a newsstand edition with the barcode. But uh, anyway, yeah, that's a great cover. I love it. It's five out of five. I see it and it already fills me with nostalgia of Tiny Toons. That amazing show from back in the day, 30 years ago. I still can't believe it. This is cover dated as October 1990, and if it goes also by the usual comic books, this came out three months before that. So it would have been around August or so that it debuted. The first episode of Tiny Toons debuted on TV on September 14th, 1990. So I'm really curious to see um, or to know about, did this um, magazine come out on the same month as Tiny Toons? Did it actually come out in October? I'm sure kids got it after the show came out because if this was getting mailed to you well you wouldn't have gotten the first issue mailed to you i guess unless there was advertisements before that so it would have been kind of interesting to see when the show came out 
and when the comic book came out. But anyway, back to the cover. It's amazing. It's a 5 out of 5. I love it. It's the fall big issue. Don't look down and other secrets of Acme University. Interior art. Okay, well, it's a magazine full of uh, games and puzzles and short stories. And each one is by like a different creative team. So there's a huge amount of uh, interior artists. Some artists include Ned Sontag, Tad Chow, Mike DiCarlo, Bill Ray, etc. So there's a lot of interior artists. And overall, they're pretty on model compared to the TV show. They're just a little bit more cartoonier. They don't fit into the style of Tokyo Movie Shinsha, the most famous uh, animation studio to work on Tiny Toons. They don't quite look like Acom style animation or even Wang animation, Kennedy Toons. They don't look like the animation style that was in the show. And there were several studios, Phil Cartoons, Star Toons. There were several animation studios that worked on the, on the TV show, especially season one, which was 65 episodes. First season is 65 episodes. Nowadays, they don't make that many episodes of cartoons like they used to, especially for one season. But back in the 90s, 30 years ago, things were very different. So they had 65 episodes ready to go September 14th, 1990, and they were animating it the, the previous year or year and a half or so. So anyway, interior art, it does vary. Some of it is very on model. Some of it is kind of off model. You can tell Pilray's style, definitely. Um, some of the line work is like the cartoon, like very thin, controlled style. Some of it is a little bit more brushwork. DiCarlo's work looks a little bit more brushworked and mannered and it's cool i like the variety there's nothing that's bad except there's a, several off model things in that oh uh babs has white hands in this shot and plucky shirt is the is the one with sleeves instead of the wife peter and they're missing the white part on fifi's face so there is that inconsistency which always happened even on the show itself and the stuff that is like Tiny Toons feels Tiny Toons. The stuff that's not Tiny Toons doesn't feel Tiny Toons. Uh, so you have to be a connoisseur of Tiny Toons to really pick up on that. But I still love the interior art. I like the variety of styles and posing and their expressions are great. And it's another 5 out of 5. They managed to be pretty on model with such a variety of artists working on the various segments. There's puzzles. Why are Buster's the bottom of his feet blue. Are they blue? You hardly ever see it, but I don't remember if they're blue or just circles of white. But uh, yeah, great. It's just a variety of artists working on these various short stories, puzzles. It's cool. It's a five out of five. Likewise, the story, there's a variety of uh, artists or a variety of writers and scripters as they're listed on the various pages, including John Albano, Don Dinsmoor, Mortad, etc. So just lots of lots of writers also uh, writing some text pieces, um, having some various gags and so forth. We've got the acceptance letter. Buster got accepted to the Luniversity, which doesn't make sense from, based on the TV show. So uh, there's some like non-canonical stuff, but even the show itself contradicted itself. So uh, don't even pay attention to that. But a lot of it is very juvenile, very childish. It kind of feels more childish than the actual TV show. The TV show could be a little bit more like teen-ish. This definitely feels pre-teen. A lot of things, like some of these jokes. Is this gross? Here's Montana Max. Is this gross animal your stupid dog? And Buster replies, No, it's my incredibly ugly kid brother. I'm teaching him to walk. Or, 
is what my, whoa, how did that get there? Or no, I'm dragging this rug around to dust it. So there's like these stupid answers to stupid questions. What is that snappy answers to stupid questions that they do over on Mad Magazine? And I think it's a little, it goes a little bit more towards the juvenile aspect of things, but there are still things that made me chuckle to myself and smile and that sort of thing. I'll give it a four out of five. The, the plot, there's just various pieces of stories, nothing big and coherent. I don't have any of the net of the subsequent issues. I think it went up to possibly six issues, five issues or so. And I want to I want to troll eBay to get the other ones as well. Not spend too much, of course, but get these into my collection. So the plots can vary. They're interesting. They're a little kind of juvenile. So four out of five. Enjoyability, I give it a perfect five out of five. I love the variety of art. Some of the artwork is very on model, straight from the show. Some of it is a little bit uh, original, which then feels slightly different. And there's a there's a fun Buster's Brain Buster where you have to spot 10 things. And half of them I didn't even notice when I read the answer. Like, hey, Buster does have three ears and Little Beeper does have four legs. And some things you can spot easily, like a Babs has wings instead of ears, I guess. So it's pretty fun. It's an enjoyable book. It's a great nostalgia trip. And I'm. Uh, this is a series that I that I've loved for 30 years. Again, I just did a video about the top 10 episodes. It was really cool talking about them and cutting that video together and sharing it. It even got retweeted by Cree Summer herself. That is the voice actor of Elmira and Mary Melody. I'm gonna tweet the video again and see if Danny Cooksey retweets me or maybe Tom Ruger. So that'd be fun. So yeah, it's an overall an enjoyable book for the art, for the plot, for the nostalgia of it all. Five out of five. So then should you get it or shred it? Hmm, that's a pretty good question. I would say get it no matter what. If you're into Tiny Toons, get it. It's a really cool nostalgia trip. If you're not into Tiny Toons, still get it. Check it out. Check out a comic book from 30 years ago of a TV show that changed the face of animation and started restarted the renaissance of Wonder Brothers animation that we're enjoying nowadays. If you can get it for cheap, because obviously you're only going to find these on eBay, then check it out. Or maybe like read a, a scanned copy of it, I guess, just to see what it's like. Or you know, check out the video here. So Tiny Toon Adventures Magazine number one, get it! So once again, if you'd like to see the video version of the podcast where you can actually see the comic book I'm talking about, head on over to patreon.com slash vmcampos. Check it out for free. Head on over to my YouTube where I've got a video, the top 10 Tiny Toons episodes to celebrate 30 years of that cartoon. Again, that's on Patreon for free. So this week I read Tiny Toon Adventures Magazine number one, published in 1990 by DC Comics. This has been the weekly VM Campus Comic Book Club, and I'll see you next week.